point of this podcast is us talking and both of us are like, I don't want uh, to get in trouble. If I speak, I'll be in trouble. Um, no, I do like it, but I do think... Join Lucy and Holly as they talk all things culture and nonsense in a brand new podcast as they bring you the laid back familiar vibes of a great British calf. Hi, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to At The Calf with me, Lucy. And me, Holly, and this is our second episode. If you haven't checked out our first episode, The Pilot, if you haven't done that yet, go and give it a listen. It's on... Listen to it. A lot of stuff. We'll be mad if you don't. It is on a lot of stuff. It's on Spotify? Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Spotify. It's quite scary, actually. We're worldwide. (laughs) Radio Pocket or Radio... (laughs) I don't think I'll be able to remember all of them. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, um, (laughs) Breaker... Oh, look, if we go Anchor, uh, I'm missing on Google Podcasts. That's where you can listen to it. To be fair, if you're already listening to it, then you've probably figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> and to yeah, figure true. it out, if you figured it out, maybe you came from our Instagram. If you didn't, go over there and give us a follow. Shameless plug. At the CAF podcast. Yeah. Give it a follow. 10 out of 10 recommend if you are. Good me. stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um... And we appreciate all the love we've gotten so far. Texas, we see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, hi. Anyway. <laughs> um, so basically, as, as ever, we'll be talking about all things music and film and popular culture. We we've, got, we've got a theme this week. It's award shows. Am I right? Am I right in saying that? It's yours yeah. award shows? Award shows. Award Brilliant. season. We're going to be, be, yeah, all things award season. If, I mean, if there is one this year oh i've, I've got oh. some explanations on that don't you worry let's you go. can jump right in if you want it let's is go. my segment let's go up next i'm going to focus in on the golden globes um and because of covid a bit squiffy but everything is this year um and basically normally this is the time for award season golden globes have released their nominations they'll actually do the ceremonies are planned in april we've got some nominations down um, and I think it's, it's called, caused quite a stir, has it not? We've got some certain programmes need some recognition, some certain actors need a little less, won't lie. But instead of talking about all that drama, um, and there's literally so many categories that I thought, I'll, I'll hack the system a little and we'll approach it in a different way. I've picked two of the categories and what I think should be nominated. And me and Holly are going to discuss Yes. Um, so we can consider this consider this the oh, at the calf awards at, at the calf awards, awards. Yeah, brilliant okay. so th- yeah it's our own we're doing our own thing basically i started off with a category that is real which is uh the best motion picture animated um and i'll talk you through what is currently nominated um we've got the crudes a new age which is dreamworks animation onward which is walt disney pixar over the Moon, which is a Pulse Studios animation, Soul, which is also Walt Disney Pixar, and Wolf Wakers, which is Cartoon Saloon. So that's what's currently there. I'll be honest, I've nipped a couple that are nominated to go in my category because Soul and Onward are incredible films. Oh, I love Soul so much. It's probably one of the best films I've watched in such it's a long really time. It's really good. Everything about it. It's just so gorgeous. It's so oh my god, the soundtrack, the story, the message, it just They did they did a good job. It's so good. To add to the nominations though, I've I've cut I've whipped up a few of myself. Uh 
It, it, yeah, so one of them is A Whisker Away, which is a Japanese animation, came out in June of 2020, and it's about a girl that turns herself into a cat because she likes a guy, um, and that's the way to get the guy to like her. I need to take notes. <laughs> I mean, like, as a concept and stylistically, it's adorable. It's sort of like the cat returns from Studio Ghibli, if you've seen that. Um, and I mean, the desire to be a cat is incredibly relatable, I'll be completely honest. It is really cute, so it's up there for me. If you haven't watched it, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Um, I I say give it a watch. It is adorable. If you want to see some cute cats, that's the place to go. I just didn't... When I was watching the trailer for it, I wasn't expecting it to go that way. Like, when I was watching it, I was just like, what? This is crazy, but it's amazing. (laughs) Um, The next one is a bit of a scary one. It's The Wolf House, um, which... I was gonna so I was trying to find out when it was released because it came out as twenty twenty, but it in other countries actually came out in twenty eighteen. So this one's a bit of a cheat, but it came out in March um, in the US. So that's what in twenty twenty. So that's why I've included it, and I had to mention it because the animation style is incredible. It's so unique. It's done so well. It's terrifying. It's a Chilean stop motion horror film that's in Spanish and German. It's I think it's really it's really cool, but it's terrifying. Definitely doesn't fit the age demographic as the rest of this category does. So it's more of an adult. It's just purely themes. terrifying. It's so scary. Oh okay. Maybe it is aimed at children. I don't know. There's you get some scary films. Coraline, you know that sort of yeah. Oh, terrifying. Oh and Monster House. Have you seen Monster House? I haven't, House? but I saw someone talking about it the other day and about how scary it's it is. It's horrible. I remember going to, see, going to cinema when I was like maybe eight or nine or something to go and see it. I might even been younger. And it was, I still think about it to this day. It's I so definitely scary. cried the whole way through Coraline. So my parents probably thought that's enough traumatising and didn't take me. <laughs> um, our final one is a little less scary, I guess. Haven't seen it, actually. Maybe it's terrifying. It's Trolls World Tour. I love Trolls. I've not seen that film, though. I, yeah, I was going to say, I've included it because I thought you might have seen it, but apparently not. It was released in March, April of 2020. Um, it's the second film in the franchise, which blew my mind because I thought there was, like, eight. I thought there were so many Trolls films. I thought there was three. I thought that Trolls World Tour was the third one. No, it's the second, apparently. Um, it's obviously famously voiced by Anna Kendrick and, and Justin Timberlake. And the rest of the cast is some, so many celebrities making the music just a crazy adventure. Um, I think it's really smart because it obviously ropes in a lot of adults to want to watch it with their kids because of the, the people voicing the characters. I really like it. I like the idea how it explores like genres of music and stuff like that. Those are, those are, those, I know a category is only supposed to have four, and I was going to make me and Holly whittle it down, <laughs> but the next one is a bit of a beast, so I think we just have to appreciate and move on, opposed to, and let them all be nominated. Let's just, let's be nice. <laughs> we'll just let them all be nominated. Yeah. So, because my next, my next category, yeah. there is a few, I apologise, because... I just did Best Television Series, which isn't actually a category at the Golden Globes because it's in subcategories for TV. But I thought, let's just throw mm-hmm. them all together. And some of the things that I'm nominating have been nominated across the Golden Globes. Some of them haven't. Um, my first one is Small Axe, which is a BBC drama released in November of 2020. It's directed by the Oscar Award winner uh, Steve McQueen. He did 12 Years a Slave. Um, very talented man. Um, and it's based on real life experiences. It's very informative and very gripping. I'm, I'm a fan of it. I think everyone should watch it. Um, my next one is Queen's Gambit. Um, I personally love this one a lot. It is a limited series on Netflix. It came out in October. 
Um, and it's definitely just like a per- yeah, it's a personal favorite of mine because I like the storyline, the acting, the production design, and the process of making it is really, really fascinating and very impressive. I really enjoyed it. It's really good. It's, yeah. I like the effect it had as well. Like the sales of chessboards went up like crazy amounts and stuff like that after people watched it. Um, my next one is what's obviously going to come up because we're smart people and it's I May Destroy You. It's a BBC series that came out in June. Um, it's been a bit snubbed, so hopefully us nominating it is the next best thing. It's not the next best thing. It needs a lot more <laughs> recognition. But I'm mentioning it because if you haven't watched it, please do. It talks about themes of sexual assault, and it's so honest. The actress in it, Michelle Cole, she described the process as cathartic, um, and she's in Black Mirror and Chewing Gum. She's so talented. So She's incredible. I've just... Oh. The thing is, as well, there was nothing but good things said about it when it came out. And everyone was like, this is like monumental. It's kind of changed a lot of things. Next one is, um, okay, so I've got, I've got two more for you. Um, it's Space Force. So this is a comedy on Netflix um, that is starring Steve Carell, which should automatically, automatically watch it. It's also got um, Lisa Kudrow in it. It's even got John Malkovich. He's incredible in this film. It's, sorry, not film series. Um, it's about starting the US Space Force, which is just a, such a clever concept. I think it's really funny. Give it about two episodes um, and then you'll, you'll be sold. It's great. I've not heard of that. I need to watch it. Oh, you'd like it, Holly. I think, I think you think it's really funny. It's, yeah, it's good. It's really good. I, I 10 out of 10 recommend. I forced my parents to watch it. They approved. So you've got three of the Martins back in it. That's enough for me to watch it. Brilliant. Um, and my last one is um, Sex Education. Season two came out in January of 2020 on Netflix. Um, I can't wait for the next one to come out. I'm so excited. And everything about it, like the costumes and the setting and stuff. And I want to live in, um, I want to live in the house that um, Otis and... Yeah, their houses, the production design, like and the interior design of their house is great. On my, my adverts on Instagram... Are for Gillian Anderson's clothes that she wears in it. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, so I keep getting like the dresses or the gowns that she wears. It's like wow. I've seen in sex education. Brilliant. Yeah, so yeah. that's so good. <coughs> so those are all my my nominations for for best television series. Um, I I was going to mention though. Um, I'll I'll hold my hands up. I haven't mentioned any foreign TV shows. Um, and I hope to step up my game in that area throughout twenty twenty one. Um, but I, I literally haven't mentioned one, so I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be watching next, um, and mm-hmm. because I, I haven't I haven't seen them, so I can't I can't nominate them. But hopefully, I'll I'll yeah I'll have, be able to give you a bit of feedback on these um, in the coming weeks. They're both Spanish shows from HBO. One is called um, Patria, um, and it's summarised on IMDb as the story of two families affected by ETA's terrorism in the Basque Country. And the other one is um, Veneno, which is also described on IMDb as a biographical story of La Veneno. Um, It's a transgender icon and TV personality and those surrounding her. So they look really good um, and I'll be watching them next. Hopefully next time, next next podcast, you'll be able to feedback. Absolutely. I'll I'll let you guys know. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about award season in Bangers and Mash. Um, the music award shows. I'm only going to really talk about Grammys and Brits because I feel like they're the most relevant. To... Otherwise, we'd be here all day because there's so many different award shows. Um, 
but basically, so Grammys was meant to be a couple of weeks ago, but of course, couldn't happen, wouldn't be safe to do so. Um, they've been moved to March 14th, so fingers crossed it all goes ahead and it's somewhat normal. Um, so the, the nominations this year, the big sort of, the most nominated, one of the most nominated artists, Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Can't lie to you, I love I love Future Nostalgia. I think it's a great album. I think it's very funky. Um, it's just a good pop record. I think like it's just it it doesn't. It's not trying to be anything else, but I love it. I might say the words wrong. I might get the names wrong. Jenny Eiko, Eiko, uh, is nominated for Album of the Year. I personally, I haven't listened to it. It's something that I have, I want to listen to. But do you know when you want to be in the right frame? Like, you haven't, I just want to sit down and listen to an album. Mm-hmm. Black Pumas, with the album Black Pumas. Um, Coldplay, Everyday Life. They have a new album. Yeah. <laughs> Is that really bad that I don't know that? <laughs> it's nice. I mean, it was one that I did put on in the background, so I was like, I should listen to it. Coldplay is like 10-year-old me, and I feel like I will always live, live in that capsule of time. <laughs> I, um, I watched a, a documentary, actually, the other day, the Headful of Dreams one, um, that Coldplay released a few years ago. And it genuinely was so cute. It was, such a, it was so lovely, and it was just so... It was such... It was a really good documentary, so I would recommend if you want to... If you're into Coldplay and find out how they became, like, the biggest band in the world. Um, Jacob Collier. Yeah. The Jess... Volume three. I I I think Jacob Collier isn't human. He is he's a he's a machine. He is he's an incredible person and, and musician. Don't, too many talents. See, I I don't understand what he's talking about most of the time, but I'm still like I will listen to him because he knows what he's talking about and he's like he loves what he's talking about as well. I could I could sit and listen to him for like four or five hours on one go, just like just trying to get an inch of what he knows like oh another album women in music part three by hi my favorite i love i just want to be the fourth heim sister if i'm completely honest with you um i love them so much i love this album yeah i I would love to see this one win because it it personally that is my favorite the other one another one julipa future nostalgia this is the one i think we'll win because it's just she's all over the place. She's crazy. She's this album's done so well, and it's a good album. I can't lie to you. I really like it. As I said, Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding. Yeah, I love a, I love a bit of Posty. Oh, I love Posty. <laughs> yeah, this album reminds me of being a Brit mm. because it uh, being back at college bef- like before COVID because it came out in two thousand nineteen. I would I'd like to quite like to see this one win actually. I wouldn't be mad if this one won. Folklore, Taylor Swift, as well. I it, it took us all by surprise. This woman does not stop working. I'll give her that. She's constantly making music. But this one, this album, I had to listen to a couple of times to appreciate it, I think. Because so I was like, I will get what... Like, at first I listened to it, I was like, it's a good album, but it's not. But then I, I was like, no, I need to give it a second chance because everyone's obsessed with it. But there's a song with Bon Iver on it, and I love Bon Iver. If this one won, I do like it, but I, I do feel like there are stronger... I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Record of the year and song of the year. So 
Um, Say So by Doja Cat. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't get behind the TikTok songs because I don't have TikTok. Mm. Um, I, I, I hate calling them TikTok songs because I feel like artists have different opinions on it. They either want their song to be a TikTok song and they absolutely love that because it's like, like it, it obviously gets a lot of recognition and stuff. But I feel like the flip side of that is a TikTok song can be like sort of be like a good thing and a bad thing if that makes sense i feel like i explained that really badly but it's just like i feel like it can it can make or break a song yeah um, because it makes them a bit more short-lived but the hype is like really there um so this is true well you got savage as well by megan stallion featuring beyonce we've also got uh black parade by beyonce colors by black pumas rockstar the baby Featuring Ruddy Rich. Um, Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish. Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa. Circles, Post Malone as well. I do think it'll be Dua Lipa. I feel like she's just going to sweep it. She's going to be like Billie Eilish last she's year. She's done really well this year, Dua Lipa, to be fair. Also, best new artists I want to quickly cover. Kate Renata, Phoebe Bridges, who I love. She did a great performance on SNL. Um, Ingrid Andress. Chica, Novosiris, D Smoke, Doge Cat, Megan Stallion. I would love Kate Renarda to win this one. I think Kate Renarda is great. I think, wait, new artist, right? This is best new artist, but Kate Renarda's been around for a, a, a while. But I'd still rather it would go to people that aren't nominated in like the other categories for like best record and stuff, because it's like, mm. like Doge Cat and stuff, because it's kind of like, does that not defeat the point of being a new artist? Well, I guess it doesn't. If you're a new artist, then you've got a great album, respect, but like. It's a chance to get some other names out there, you know? It's true. I, I think Phoebe Bridges deserves it. I think I would like to see her win it. Mm-hmm. My, my dog is barking. Um, she, Roxy's got something to say. She Honestly, <laughs> she's, she's got so many opinions. Um, also, I think one last point to mention about the Grammys. I love the fact that the category for best rock performance, all women, and some of my favourite songs are on there. Quickly, though... Brit Award nominations haven't, haven't been announced. Right. Who would you like to see win? Oh, I don't know. I don't listen to new songs. Why did you ask me that so off guard? <laughs> I give Holly prep for my segments so that she can engage in the conversation. <laughs> oh, no, I'm getting the more authentic or more authentic. Um, oh, that's really um, horrible. Can I look at my music? Like, mm-hmm. I had Celeste written down. I think Celeste would do very well. Oh, true. I, I've been listening to Celeste nonstop. Um, but I think she, I think she'll be. I think I would like to see her nominated for best new artist. I think. Anyways, yeah, that's it from us this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed getting the lowdown on all things nominations from film to music. You've got plenty of recommendations there to keep you busy. We will be back next time with even more film and music recommendations for you, and also some more wild calf chats. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.